Good morning and hello everyone to God's Internet Church Podcast episode 16. We are going to be having a Bible study on the book of, through the book of Job still today, but we're going to be looking at chapter 20. But before we do that, we're going to be listening to the songs we listened to the other day. And it's called, Jesus is the Center of It All. So let's just sit back, listen, and enjoy. And we'll find out how Jesus is the center of it all. We'll be right back after these songs.
Welcome back to Gods in the Nets Church Podcast, episode number 18. And let me tell you something. We had some chores getting that song to play, and they even wanted to cut off into us at the end. But we're going to continue to do the music. Some of you might be saying, <clears throat> why are you even doing the music if it's going to give you that much problems? Because that means that the devil is trying to stop it. And if the devil's trying to stop it, that means God's got something special for us. Because God is the son. Jesus is the center of our church, our life, and our every being. That's what Jesus needs to be first in, the center in. <coughs> I'd like to apologize ahead of time. I might be doing some coughing. Um... I got an allergy, and it causes me to cough this time of year, so we're going to give this a try. <coughs> Excuse me. If you got your Bibles with you, well, go to the book of Joe, chapter number 20, and we're going to start <clears throat> our podcast. And I only got one, one thought today to share on that, and basically because... This one guy takes up the whole time. <laughs> it's one of Job's friends again, and his name is Zapar. And it says, Then answered Zapar the Nazarite and said, Therefore do my thoughts cause me to answer, and for this I make haste. I have heard the check of my reproach. And the spirit of my understanding causes me to answer. Knowest thou not this of old, since man was placed upon the earth, that the trumpeting of the wicked is short, and the joy of the hypocrite but for a moment, though has excellently mount up in heaven, and has his head reached into the clouds, yet he shall perish for every like his own dung. They which have seen him, and he shall say, Where is he? And he shall fly away as a dream, and he shall be found, yea, and shall be chased away as a vision of the night. The eyes also which saw him shall see him no more. Neither shall his place any more behold him. His children shall seek to pray, please the poor. And his hands shall restore their goods. His bones are full of skin of his youth, which shall lie down with him in the dust. Though the wickedness of the sweet in his mouth, through he hides it under his tongue. Though he spares it, not forsake it, but kept it until within his mouth. Yet his meat and his bowels is turned. It is the gall of Esop. With, within him. He has swallowed the riches, and he shall vomit them up again. He shall cast them out of his belly. He shall suck the, the poison of asap, and viper tongues shall slay him. He shall not see the rivers of the flood, and the brooks of the honey and butter, that which is labored. For he shall restore, and shall not swallow it down, according to the substance shall Restitute be, he shall not rejoice therein. 
because he has oppressed and has forsaken the poor, because he has violently taken away a house which he built, surely he shall not feel quietness in his belly, and he shall not save that which is desire. There shall none of his meat be left thereof, shall no man look for his goods in his fullness of his sentency he shall be as straight and every hand of the wicked shall come upon him when he is about to fill his belly god will cast the, a, a, the fury his wrath upon him and shall rain upon him while he is eating he shall flee from the iron weapon and the bow of the steel and strike him through it dawn and cometh out of his body body yea the glittering sword comes out of his gall terrors are upon him all darkness shall be hid his secret place a fire not blown shall consume him it shall go ill with him that is left in his tabernacle the heavens shall re reveal his iniquities and the earth shall rise against him <coughs> The increase of his house shall depart, and his goods shall flow away in the days of wrath. This is the portion of the wicked man from God, and the he hedge appointed unto him by God. <coughs> oh. Ooh, hallelujah. Sorry, I'm coughing. I've been trying to turn the mic off when I was doing it, but it still showed like it registered. So I'm not sure if it did or not. So here we have in these scriptures, and I'm going to go to a certain part of scriptures. Well, I thought I was. I didn't write them down, but that's okay. Basically here, we're going to get right to the point. Zopar is in his second discussion with Job now. He sat there and listened to everything Job had to say, just like the other friends have. And basically, he's introducing nothing new. He resting upon his seniority and legalism. And legalism. So his seniority, he must be maybe a priest, or maybe he's some kind of elder but he's using his old and his seniority here and and his wise to of legal his wise mind and knowing legalism okay well we shared this for a couple about a week ago a few episodes ago that you no matter how you're I don't care no matter how much the orange you, you have and how much legalism you know or facts you know, sometimes those things and experiences you know sometimes are wrong. And they're wrong sometimes because you don't know the whole situation. And obviously these three friends don't know the whole separation situation. They believe that he's a sinner and God is punishing him. 
but we know from the whole situation because we read everything. This goes back to the concept, God knows the beginning, the middle, and the end of our lives. We only see a segment of what our lives are. And so does Job. But Job feels, even though he wants to die and get over with and get to heaven, he feels he didn't do nothing wrong. He feels God is punishing him, but he don't know why, because he's doing something, because he did everything is right. But I think that thought was put in his head because of these three friends. But the much of his of his discussion, Job is basically telling them, no, I didn't do nothing wrong. I'm not going to repent for something I didn't do. Okay? But these three friends, especially Zopar here, believe that Job is a wicked person. And because of all the love that he should be punished. No matter if he's a close friend or not. They're trying to sell Job this bill of goods. And I know I've been saying this a lot, but these three friends get on my nerves. You know, like I stated a few episodes before, almost every episode, we need to be the kind of friends that are listening, you know, regardless of what we think, if they're sinning or not. We need to be the kind of friends to listen and Help them if they ask, but not to say anything till we pray about it. Because God can give you insight if you pray about it. Just don't go by what you know the Bible says. Let God guide you. Let God lead you. Let God help you to help that person. Sometimes the people just want to be listened to. And that's it. All right? Like I said, this Sunday, we're going to be sharing on the subject of what Joe's friends did wrong and what they did right. They did do some things right. And I'm going to let you come and join me on the air with that to figure out what that those three things they did right was. But the, the purpose of the sermon, we don't want to be like Joe's friends in their current state. Because we don't want to hurt people. We want to help people. And yes, we got to stick to the word of God. But the Bible also tells us, if there's a beam in your brother's eye, take yours out first. In other words, deal with your life first. Don't deal with their sin. Deal with yours first. And when you deal with yours, then point it out. In other words, let God do the pointing. And sometimes God uses us to tell people. But that's when God tells us. Just don't go out and start doing it. And these are three friends. And we know from the last chapter that Job was basically, I'm done with you. He's to that point where he's done with those friends because he said they were miserable comforters. And all you guys are trying to do is bum rush me. That's not good. And that's not good at all. Because Job is a good guy. We know that from chapter one. He feared God and he shunned evil. And he even made sure his kids' sacrifices and his were taken care of daily. Because I'm sure when he did his kids, he did his own and his wife's. Because none of us are perfect. We all do sin. Even these three friends here. But it's what we do 
Do we ask God to forgive us? Yes. But if we don't, then we're in a mess. So I want you to think about that today. Maybe you're going through a Job experience and you got friends helping you. I had a friend yes, I got a friend that was talking to me yesterday, and I'm not gonna go into detail. I'm just gonna say this. Me and him kind of shared a moment because the last year and a half, probably the last four or five years. But the last year and a half, <clears throat> I've been through a tough time. And so is this person. And we kind of, I think this friend was kind of shocked. But he was praying a certain way. And I was praying a certain way. But then I told him I remembered I, you know, something afterwards. And I prayed a different way. And... That person agreed with me too. And I'm not going to go in details. But see, that's the way friends are supposed to help each other in a time of crisis. Not sit there and tell my friend. You know, I could have sat there and read off the Bible to me and him or her. I'm saying him or her. And saying why we both were wrong. You know, and bashed it. I could ignore what I said and bash that person. Him or her. But then I would have been like Job's friends. We cannot do that. We need to do like me and my friend did. Listen to each other. And then share if God tells us to share. Just like God told me to share to this person. And let me tell you something, saints. Let me tell you. Life is hard. Sometimes it brings us down. But you know what? If we if we really, really trust God, He's going to bring us through. But we got to trust Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Well, that's the end of the thought there. And I guess the end of today's Bible study on the book of Job, chapter number 20. We're going to go to this break. We'll be right back after these messages. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spoofy, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum, minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make podcasts in one place. Mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back. We came to the closing of our podcast for today of episode God's Internet Church Podcast, episode number 18, season one. I'd like to, I'd like to um, thank you for listening. 
And if you do listen to this on a regular basis, I'd like you to share it with your friends and, you know, or share it to your Facebook or things and or other podcasters that you know and listens to podcasts because it would greatly be appreciated because I want to reach as many people as possible for the kingdom of God. And because that's what God called me into ministry to do. On that note, I'd like to say God bless you. Be safe. Have a good afternoon. Have a good night. Have a good rest of the day. See you tomorrow on God's Internet Church Podcast, Episode 19. Until then, take care of one another, love one another, and be safe. And God bless you. I'm Pastor Ron Weaver saying see you next time on God's Internet Church Podcast. God bless you. Good night, everyone, and goodbye, everyone. <laughs>